We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bear Down Ballers here on the Field of 68 Network. I'm Ryan Wall, and today we are joined by a very special guest. He is a basketball insider and analyst for Stadium and The Messenger. And most importantly, he is an Arizona alum. He is Jeff Goodman. How are you doing today, Jeff? I'm good. I'm good. All's well and uh, excited to talk to you about a uh, man. Every year, I feel like we set the bar low for this Arizona team and they come out, uh, come out of the gate strong. I mean, this is the third straight year. Tommy Lloyd's done it, you know, with a group that you just don't expect is going to be that good. I certainly didn't. And they go into to Cameron Indoor Stadium and beat Duke. And I was there for it. And it was uh, it was damn impressive. Yeah, yeah, you know, as as we know, you were in the building there last Friday a week ago. Just give me your biggest takeaways coming out of that game from this Arizona team. They guard. They guard. Like like I didn't know if I'd ever say that about a Tommy Lloyd team. You know, they're they're most impressive because they're big, strong, tough, physical and they want to defend. And I think what Tommy's done is understand that like it's great to have a bunch of skilled dudes. That, that can move the ball, that can score. But if you can't guard at a pretty good level, you're not going to have a chance to go deep in the tournament. you got to have a little bit of both. And I think that's what he's done here, right? Adding Caleb Love. Keyshawn Johnson's just a, a killer defensively, what, what he brings to the table. Kai Boswell was the best player on the floor against Duke. He was the best player on the floor, like, by far. Uh, where Tyrese Proctor, the guy who got all the attention going into the game, People putting down as a lottery pick, he was completely outplayed by his counterpart, Kai Boswell. And I asked Kai about it after the game. And he was like, yeah, it definitely hit me. I, I read about and I heard about Ty, Tyrese Proctor a ton. And, uh, yeah, definitely chip on his shoulder. And they, they, Pella Larson was friggin' phenomenal down the stretch, made every right play. And he's kind of the, the, the forgotten man in some ways. And, you know, he never – he hasn't materialized – for what we wanted him to be, which is a 15-point-a-game scorer, Ryan. But what he has done, like, he does everything well. Everything well. He makes all the right decisions. Um, Crevis was awesome. 
I know you're going to get to some of this stuff, but he was all, he missed some bunnies, but like he kept them in the game because he played tough and rebounded and, and was physical and, you know, fought down low. So I, I just, I was super impressed by this team. I, I don't know if they're the number one team. I've got them at number one because I think they deserve it. Beating Duke at Duke, I think that warrants it. And that's what I think you need to go by this early in the season is by results instead of paper rankings, which is what they were in the preseason. Yeah, you know, you mentioned this team has a lot of, you know, good scores and kind of a well-rounded group. And, you know, it's different than, like you mentioned, the last couple of years, you know, with Benedict Matherin, Azulis Tabellis, you know, kind of no doubt guys that are going to get you 18 to 20 to 22 every night. And, and then this year, you know, there's six guys averaging in double figures through the three games. Just w- what do you think that says about this group and kind of, like you mentioned, how Tommy's trying to establish, you know, a different culture here in Tucson. Yeah, I mean, I, again, it's more balanced. But but having said that, they got a lot of guys that can hurt you that could go for 20. You know, when you think of like balance, six guys that, that can all be in double figures, you're like, all right, well, none of them are going to be good enough to, to explode. That's not the case. Like, Balo can go for 20 if you feed him the ball. We know Caleb Love can go for 20. I think Pella Larson on the right night can go for 20. He's just not not selfish, not assertive. Um, you know, I think Kai can go for 20. You know, they, they just have a lot here. They've got a lot of good players. And again, they're they're athletic. They look like men. They're not super long at the guard spot. Certainly with Boswell and Caleb Love, they're not lo- long, but they're 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 tough. They're stocky. They're not going to be pushed around. And again, I, I think Kai Boswell gives them that 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 shit, that toughness, like that they need. You know, he doesn't necessarily look the part. Their guards kind of look like more like middle linebackers in a way. But, man, they play, you know, and even Caleb, like, listen, I've been so critical of, of Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I talked to him after the game, and, and I said to him, I said, listen, I've probably been too critical, but my expectations for you were a lot higher than you played last year. You didn't guard last year. It wasn't even about the, the, the poor shot selection at times. It was more about the defense and not taking pride in in in, in his defense in Carolina as well. So I, I think it was a bar that I think he had set the previous Final Four in a few of those games. And like, all right, where did he go? Where did this team go? And I think a, more of it fell on Caleb Love than it needed to. Um, but he guarded, man. He got after it. He guarded. And he's still trying to figure out, and I talked to him about that, he's still trying to figure out, like, how to play with this group. Right. Like at Carolina, he kind of had to be that dude because they didn't have a lot of guys that could do things off the bounce at Arizona. They're not quite as reliant on him. So he was trying to pass the ball a lot more in that game against Duke, which isn't necessarily his thing. But I almost feel like, you know, he's trying to show people I'm not selfish. Um, You know, I can be a good team guy and and get people involved. And he's got to figure out that balance. Yeah, that was the thing that stuck out to me the most in that Duke game is, you know, it was one of those traditional Caleb Love games where shooting a low percentage, three for 10, uh, I believe, from the field, only 11 points. But, you know, the rebounds, like you mentioned, the assists, making the clutch uh, free throws down the stretch and his just his energy level, like you mentioned on defense, stood out and surprised me a lot. Have you been surprised by 
his effort level on defense and kind of just yeah. like you mentioned him fitting in and accepting that he's not the guy that's getting 20 shots a night, you know, expecting to score 20 plus points. He kind of needs to affect the game in different ways every night. Yeah, I'm sure he heard the criticism, not not just for me, but this past offseason. And I think the other thing is Tommy Lloyd's probably challenged him a little bit differently than Hubert Davis. Hubert is like the nicest human being in the world. He doesn't curse at all. And I remember seeing him last year at PK 80, 85 in Portland, and they were awful, Carolina. And after each game, he was still kind of smiling and upbeat. And like, I just feel like Tommy's different, right? Tommy's going to get into him. He's going to, he's going to challenge him in a practice when he's not guarding and, and probably curse a few times knowing Tommy. So I think it's, it's a different setting uh, which is what I think Caleb Love needed at this point. And there's just not as much on him. So the expectations aren't what they were at Carolina, which was like every night he had to be efficient and scored 18 or 20. But again, for me, the biggest thing last year was his defense. Yeah. Another thing, just watching this team through the first couple games, it's just clear how different of a team. And to me, it's just so much more fun to watch this group than last year. And a big part of that is, you know, Kirk Crease was running the show, you know, the past year plus, you know, he turned it over a lot. His shooting was up and down. How big of an, a difference do you think that is going from that to just going, you know, like you mentioned, Boswell, he's such a rock. He's so steady. And he's just a, he's just a pro out there. Listen, Kerr was erratic. That's what Kerr was. He could have some great games and he could have some absolute stinkers. And that's not what you need out of your point guard. You know, ask any coach, and what do they want out of their point guard? Somebody that they they know what they're going to get. And, and I think that's what Boswell – he's almost the opposite of Kerr in so many ways. You know, he's not going to be super flashy, but he's going to get the job done, and you know what you're going to get out of him in every way. You can tell already they're looking at him as, as a leader already because of how hard he plays. I mean, some of the, the effort plays he had in that Duke game were ridiculous, and they set the tone for the team. Um Again, I like Kerr, but I think it, it had just run its course with, with Kerr Carissa, period. And 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 I think he saw the writing in the wall uh with Kai Boswell behind him. And and I think, you know, everybody's in a better situation now that Kerr, other than Kerr sitting out nine games at, at West Virginia. Uh, but I think Arizona's in a better spot because of 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 Kerr's departure, to be honest. Yeah, you mentioned Keisha Johnson earlier. I wanted to ask you more about him and just how big of an impact he makes and he's making for this team. He's leading this team in scoring. What do you think about that? He's le he's leading the team in scoring with only 15 a game, but he's just, he, he's another just, uh, I think he's just a solid glue guy along with, you know, Pella Larson. It seems like every game you can count on those two guys to, to do what they do. Yeah. And again, listen, there's only one game that I really put any value in that they've played so far. Let's, let's be honest, you know, Southern and Morgan state, they were absolute routes that, you know, they won each one by 35 plus points. So really the only one that you're looking at and saying, all right, it, it, it meant something and we can evaluate from it was, was the Duke game. And, and Keyshawn was really good when it mattered on both ends. You know, that three point play was huge. Um, you know, he, he rebounds, he defends, he's tough. Uh, he doesn't need the ball. He can kind of go get it. You don't have to really run plays for Keyshawn. Uh, and, and obviously he's got the experience that none of these other guys have right now 
of of going to Final Four. So, you know, he fits. Like Balo's not going to be what Balo was at the beginning of last year. I, I think that's mm-hmm. unfair to put on him. I think Umar Balo's just got to be uh, a guy who finishes around the rim, which he missed some bunnies early in the in the Duke game, but I think he'll make those. You know, shoot a good percentage in there, rebound, block shots, run the floor, finish, do all those things. Because honestly, you're not going to get that many double teams with everything they have in the court. Mm-hmm. Two two other young guards that just you know made a big impact in that Duke game. KJ Lewis, freshman, and then Jaden Bradley, transfer from Alabama. KJ Lewis, he only played 14 minutes. Hasn't played a lot each game, but when he's on the floor, kind of reminds me a little bit of Kyle Boswell last year. Whenever he's on the floor, he's just making a huge impact, diving for loose balls. You know. And he's also a better ball handler than I thought he was previously. Yeah, when I remember when I saw him last summer, he was just okay. And people were like, I think he was a top 50 player at that point. He didn't play great. Um, so I didn't know what to expect. But, man, he played hard. They had been raving about him, the staff, the whole preseason, raving about him. So I was excited to see him. But, again, another guy you look at and you're like, all right, he doesn't look like a freshman. I mean, they're just – they're like polar opposite from what they they've been. The last couple of years, you know, again, they're, they're, they're so athletic. And, and even in, honestly, even in like pregames, you look at them and you're like, okay, like these dudes look the part uh, where over the last couple of years, it was like, all right, limited athletically again, could really score the ball. You knew, It was kind of like a carbon copy to some degree of Gonzaga, other than again, what Tommy inherited, Right. He inherited a few dudes that were maybe a little bit Coloco was was a difference maker defensively a couple of years ago, but he inherited Coloco. Now I think he's starting to see again, you've got to have a, a mix and match here. You know, you can have some some international dudes that can score but can't really guard. That's fine, but you better have some other dudes that can really put it on the deck, can get up into you, uh, and are big, strong athlete, you know, athletic dudes. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, how well, like I talked about a little bit ago, is that this group is a lot, you know, like you just mentioned, more athletic, you know, they're, they're versatile. You could play with them in a lot of different ways. You know, just kind of projecting towards the tournament a couple of months down the line. How well do you think this group can fare? Because as we saw in the last two years, when you rely 
on they're not the only team that relied on a, a big man you know to get them their their buckets late in games but when you rely on that it, it's kind of tough when the game slows down but now they like they have four to five legit guards that they can play could play small with Johnson how, how do you think this team you know because you, you rank them one right now but how do you think or, or where do you rank them of teams that can actually cut down nets in April? Yeah, they're probably one of a dozen teams that probably can do it. I still worry about their perimeter shooting, to be honest. I still want to see it consistently. You know, Caleb, the hard part of Caleb is you don't know what you're going to get out of him, you know, and, and Keyshawn's not really a, a shooter. You know, teams are going to back off him and dare him to shoot. Um so I think, you know, Kai Boswell, can he be a 36, 38% three-point shooter? Uh, can Pella be that? You know, K.J. Lewis and Jaden Bradley are not really shooters. They're not. So you've already gone through it, and you're like, all right, Keyshawn, Jaden, K.J., kind of non-shooters. is not a guy who can step out. So it, it really is dependent. You're dependent a lot on, on Caleb Love. Pella Larson and Kai Boswell, and they've got to make shots. If you had to say right now, do you think they have a good shot to go to a Final Four? I don't know. I mean, it's all matchup. We're so early. We're so early. I, I got to see all these other teams. You know, it's really hard. I've seen Duke a couple times now. I've seen Kentucky. I've seen Kansas. I've seen Purdue. And honestly, in that game, Arizona was the most impressive team I've seen so far in that one game. But again, it's one game at this point. It's one game. Yeah, I wanted to get into, you know, a major issue in college basketball has been scheduling. And to me, Arizona's non-conference schedule, one of the best in the country. And they still have four more top 25 matchups than in the next month. Uh, just what do you think about that in general? And just, you know, they're playing Michigan State in a, in a couple of weeks. They're playing Purdue, like you mentioned, you just saw and, and uh, FAU and Alabama. Love it. I mean, I absolutely love what Tommy Lloyd's done. He's done what other guys are scared to do. And and it's kind of BS, to be honest, because, you know, Tommy's taking it of like, it was kind of like what Lou Olson used to do. Like, play people. Play people. You're in Arizona. Play people. Kids want to play people, and it's good for the sport as well. Too many teams are not doing that. Now, you know, I'd love to see even Tommy play. I, I can't remember what date. What day are they playing in McHale next year? Do you know, Duke? Uh, I don't know what day. Probably the that, same. Yeah, Probably I don't know like what day, Friday. but it is in McHale, yeah. Yeah, it might be the same Friday or something like that. I want to see some teams play even earlier mm -hmm. and play like that that Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, next year's uh, voting day, so they won't, they won't play on Tuesday. But um, I, I just feel like the first few days of the college basketball season were awful this year, absolutely abysmal. Uh, so thank God Tommy and Shire played each other because I think the sport needed it on Friday night. Um, but yeah, the, the schedule is awesome. Even, I mean, you look at even their mids they're playing. Belmont's really good. Colgate, really good. Like, this is what they should be doing. This is good. I mean, again, you got a couple Morgan State and Southern early on. Other than that, you don't have a whole lot. You know, Wisconsin, like you said, Purdue, Alabama, FAU, Michigan State, Wisconsin, like, then you throw in Duke, you already played, and Belmont and Colgate. Like, that's a lot for for a 30-year head coach who honestly hasn't, like, won it all or gone to a Final Four. Like, I give Tommy a ton of credit for doing this. 
yeah, speaking of Tommy, where do you rank him right now in just best coaches in the country? Is he top five? No, hell no. Hell no. He hasn't done anything to earn that, Ryan. Like top, uh, also, also, top five, you're talking like Bill Self, Tom uh, Izzo, Mark Few. Like, like there's dudes that no, have no, like, but let me, let me rephrase a ton that. of games. How about, how about guys in their first three years yeah. out of school? Oh, awesome. Awesome. But he, he no, there's no way Tommy Lloyd or John Shire, for that matter, are top five in the country with, with what some of these guys. And, and obviously, there's been a lot of guys who have gone, retired in the last few years. You know, Kay, Jay Wright, Roy Williams, Huggins obviously went out. So there, there is a little bit of a void in that. But no, I mean, like Tony Bennett's won a title. You know, like, like they're, they're a, I mean, those guys aren't even in the top 10. Right now, Tommy Lloyd and John Shire. Neither one are in the top 10. And, and just because they haven't done it long enough. Yeah, I, I know we're early in the season, but, you know, I heard the other night you said Tyler Kolick's the best point guard in the country. Where, where do you think Kylan Boswell fits in, in, in the best point guards right now in college basketball? Again, it's early. I would say he's somewhere in that top 10 range right now. You know, like, like give it time. Let's see what he does. Let's see how consistent. I just, the one thing I would say with Boswell is you can't measure uh, his impact by numbers. You know, like his intangibles, his leadership, his toughness, all of that, I, I think is so important to this team. So, you know, Kolek to me has proven it already for, for a full year plus and took his team you know, not deep in the NCAA tournament, but certainly they had a hell of a year last year, you know, win the Big East. So I, I think, uh, you know, Kai Boswell has a chance, and I think he's a top 10 point guard in the country. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season if you haven't signed up with betmgm yet use the bonus code field 1500 and you will get up to a 1500 first bet offer on your first wager on betmgm sportsbook here's what you got to do download the betmgm app sign up using the bonus code field 1500 deposit at least ten dollars and place your first wager on any game you will receive up to fifteen hundred dollars in bonus bets if that bet loses just make sure you use the bonus code field 1500 when you sign up and remember BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states as a new jersey resident this is super convenient for me when i have to go cover games in new york or philly when cross the state borders just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to and most importantly i gotta let you know we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. Yeah, what do you, I want to get your thoughts on, like, what do you make of, you know, Tommy's, you know, short run here the past two years, you know, they win Pac-12, you know, tournament championships. They win, you know, 25 plus games each year, a lot of regular season success but when it gets you know to the later and in, into march yeah. madness they, they've come up short and obviously last year in the first round but what do you kind of make of all that well i just don't think he had the right players for it again like you you need a point guard you can trust he has that now you need better defenders 
you know, you replace Tabellus with Keisha Johnson and you've got enough offense now. You know, it's not like last year you needed Tubelis' offense, but he didn't really guard. Courtney Ramey was a great player to bring off the bench. Instead, he's starting. So I, I just think you've got way more options. He's upgraded his roster overall, changed kind of the complexion of the team and how he's going to play, playing a little fast. You know, they're still playing fast. I guess it's just a different type of of, of style, again, where guys can put it on the bounce uh, and make plays for themselves. And you don't have to rely you know, completely on just moving the basketball uh, to get a bucket. Manufacture You can match individual players can manufacture buckets now where I don't think they could really do that last year. Yeah. I, I know we're still early in the season, obviously, but where do you kind of rank in historical terms? Cause in, in the last, you know, 10 years, like, do you think this is one of the, the better or, or teams that has a lot of upside to get there, you know, re- like, you know, further than the past Arizona teams? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to really think about like what, I mean, again, Sean had some really good teams, uh, really good talent. Um, they didn't always put it together. You know, I mean, look at the team with what uh, Nico Mannion and, and, and Zeke Nagy and Josh Green. Um, they were good, but not great. They finished fifth in the Pac-12. Um, you know, he had, some, he had some really good talent. But I think the hard part, too, was the last few years going through everything he went through with the, the investigation. You know, you brought, I mean, they had DeAndre Ayton, you know, the Trier wasn't great that, that, you know, he wasn't as good as we thought he'd be, but you know, they had DeAndre Ayton. So they've had talent. I think this team might not have the high end talent that they've had lately, but I think they've got better, maybe overall talent, like their top six and how they fit together. And I think that's so important. Like you can have all the talent in the world, but if you don't fit together, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, Indiana right now has a lot of talent, but I don't think their pieces fit together. Um, I think Arizona's pieces fit together pretty darn well in this team. I, again, you got a really good point guard. I think you've got enough shooting, hopefully. Uh, you've got a big. You've got wings that are that are that can really guard in different ways. Um, you've got guys that can put it on the floor. you got willing defenders. I think you have enough leadership. I don't, I don't know that the answer to that yet. And I'm not sure Arizona does, but again, I, I just, I think Boswell's that guy. Yeah. The last thing I want to ask you today, Jeff, is what I, I just wanted to kind of your overall thoughts on where the program is kind of moving. You know, they're still getting high level talent, but yeah. they're not getting, you know, Duke Kentucky level five stars, but you know, they're getting guys like Boswell who so hopefully, yeah. you know, staying a couple years and guys like that where Tommy can develop them over time while still mixing in some European guys. What do you think of that philosophy of building this program moving forward? I like what he's done. You know, what what Tommy can do, and not a lot of people can do it, you can mix in. Everybody can mix in transfers and high school kids. Tommy can throw high school kids, transfers, and international kids. And again, he's got the the, the connections that very few have. Like you'll see a Mick Cronin get a guy because he hired an assistant coach, uh, Evo, you know, who was there for a little while. But most guys don't have the same level of of connections uh, that that Tommy does from going over there for years. So I love how this team's put together in that regard, right? Like the international guys are less likely to transfer out. 
Um, they may go home if they're not playing, but generally they're not going to transfer. So you might get them for a little bit longer. Um, you know, high school kids, you know, you take a shot on some. Like, I don't know how long, you know, KJ will be here. If he doesn't play enough, he could transfer like any high school kid. Take a couple and then you you go with a couple of transfers. You know, obviously a, a Caleb Love, a Keisha Johnson. So I, I think the ideal situation these days is some sort of, of mix. Because you kind of stay old, try to develop the, the high school kids if you can. Again, if they're not playing enough, probably going to leave. And so much of this is based on NIL. And I'm not sure if NIL is quite as important to the international. It, differently. It, it's different in terms of the NIL than it is for, for these transfers. Yeah, well, Jeff, I want to thank you for taking the time out to join me today on the show. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode, and we'll see you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.